art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Okay, here we go. Hey everybody, this is Podcast Rob, James Hatton, and we are here for yet another episode of the Something Something Cast. Something Something Wheel. Something Something Wheel, yes, it is the Wheel episode, the Wheel. The Wheel. Stuff. That's what we're here for. This is the show where we have a completely uh, real wheel that we spin, and there's topics, and uh, we don't know what's going to appear, and it could be anything, and it's crazy. Woo! First wheel yeah, of 2023. Crazy. Oh, yeah. There you go. First wheel. I didn't even think about that. First wheel of 2023. <laughs> wheel gets more applause than we do. Yep. And I'm, sh- <laughs> and I'm sure our fans are uh, already sick of us saying the first blah of 2023 because I know us. We've probably said it every other episode we've recorded. Yeah. Wait until we get until June and we're like, hey, this is the sixth blah of 2023. <laughs> Halfway through. Uh, so uh, I believe I believe I you know. are in possession of the wheel. Sure. We'll go with that because I don't remember. So I will. Uh, I have my my version of the wheel, our little micro technologically uh, solvent one. And we will get this spinning and a tree, a two and a spin. stop all right let's open up the envelope oh 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 go on we are going to be inventing something it's 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 almost like dream booking i I, it's not really under one of our usual headers this is sort of in a it's a thought experiment, imagination game. I don't know what we're gonna, what this is called, but uh, oh, rewind, Mark. Eleven minutes in, it's elevator pitch. Ooh, we haven't had one of those in a while. No, we have not. And this one, uh, this is fun. Okay, in the stylings of uh, things like Lego Masters, Pawn Stars, Dancing with the Stars. All of those shows, and it it's just says job shows, and parentheses has all these examples. We have to create examples of our own. We have to come up with our own job shows. It's very open-ended. Okay. And we have to come up with three. Okay, so we're like, okay, so we're pitching, we're pitching, pitching. like a set to a network. Yeah. Yep, okay. we have these. Uh, we have a, we are, we are high-ranking falutin producers, or, or cutting our teeth in the world of reality television, and we have to pitch job shows. 
I, you know, before we get into this, I just want to say, I hope this works out well for you. <laughs> because in the previous elevator pitch episodes, I believe I am currently three and zero. Not only are you three and zero, I I feel like I I legitimately come up with I, I, well thought out, deep level ideas and. And you know me, I'm a little too loquacious, I'm a little too verbose, and I'm sure I will be here too. And everybody's like, wow, it's really well thought out, we're going to go at Rob's. <laughs> it's the TLDR syndrome. It really is. You just want to like, you just want to, you want to, uh, you walk into the elevator and you're like, oh, TV exec, punch him in the dick with an idea. Like, you just want to like, you just want to get their attention really quick. You start pulling out like, uh, like spreadsheets and pie charts and, you know, then, then they just start hitting the elevator button faster, which yeah, doesn't I'm, I'm work, Pat, but you know, I'm Patton Oswalt doing the filibuster on parks and rec. We yes. open to the scroll. of Yes. <laughs> Who wants to start this one? I guess, uh, since it is my wheel, I guess I'll take us first. I would like you to start and I have a little sound drop here. So I want you to imagine oh, no. that you're not, just going in and saying, hey, I have a great idea for an episode. Like, you know how all these episodes work, all these shows kind of work the same way, where Mm -hmm. they describe the show and who they've gathered in, like, the opening title sequence? Yes, 100%. So that's that's kind of the sound drop that I have. All right? So... So kind of think of how, if you were the voice that intros this show every week. Oh, I see. And you think you've got like 15 to 18 seconds Perfect. to kind of like, this is who we've gathered. This is why they're here. This is the name of the show. All right. All right. So I, I want I d- you to count me down when you're ready to start talking and then I'll hit the sound drop. And if we have to do it again so you get used to it, because I've already listened to it, I've laughed my ass off of this sound drop for hours. So. Oh, great. All right. And and this is, uh, if if this blows me out, then this is perfect. End of episode. Patreon content. We'll go with it. So. Three, two, one. Art is subjective. Surrealist art is more subjective than most. Fancy, highbrow, surrealist, absurdist art is arguably just bad, circling all the way around to not subject at all. We have gathered a handful of really pretentious and obnoxiously needy artists, and we will find out who is the best when who is the eye of the beholder. Yes, as you said, you were very loquacious. Yeah, I, like, I could. And you know what? I, if I had known where the, the music dropped, I would. I could have cut out just the perfect. It would have been perfect. Okay. Well. Well. Now that you know, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a second take on that. All right. Hold on. Let's. Let's. Pull just remember when you go through and merge these audios together, you might want to boost your volume a little bit. I've tried to lower the volume on the music oh, end a bit, so you're not blown out. Uh, all right, I know exactly which part of the sentence I will cut. All right. Uh, so give it give it a little sit, you know, give it a little bit because yeah. there is that ride symbol kind of lead into it. Yep, we're going to... I See, I, I, I almost even liked the artist objective. <gasps> almost. Um, okay, let's, let's give this a shot. And three, two, one. Art is subjective. 
Surrealist art is more subjective than most. Fancy highbrow surrealist absurdist art is arguably just bad. So we've gathered a handful of really pretentious and obnoxious and needy artists and we will find out who is the eye of the beholder. I, I was glad. I'm glad you went with me on this because you completely understood what the project was. One thousand percent. I was told I did voice coach lessons a long time ago. Oh, I was like, you so should, good. You should be the guy who does the speedy shit at the end of all car commercials and drug commercials. I was like, yeah, that fits. So yeah. yes, my first one is Eye of the Beholder, and I uh, here's just a couple examples of my challenges just to to put some stank on it um i don't know how uh, whether you went into those but uh, i have art has a message give these people literally just access to household garbage and tell them to make a meaningful message about something the planet social politics lord of the rings being good or not it doesn't matter it just must mean something challenge two what is art our artists are brought to a broken down warehouse and without touching anything only adding little placards must convince their gallery of visitors that they created this art, and it's important. And last but not least, art is transformative. Each person takes a piece of their work and has it handed to a different artist who will transform it, break it, repaint it, whatever. Our artists must now try and sell their screwed-with piece of art. I gotta, this is art. I gotta say, I, the holder. I like that second one. Where they just have to come up with plaques and just name stuff that they're already seeing. Yep. That's and actually just, really good. It's just a broken down MTS warehouse, just like the pile of lumber. This is called uh, Home. It's a message about the plight of our most destitute. Anyway, I the Beholder, because it's funny to make fun of fancy pants, pretentious artists. There is my first one. Nice. <laughs> This is the one I felt the least about, but now I feel very strong about it. Uh, well, it's the music. music exactly. It's the, the music just kind of gets people's attention, makes it feel fucking important. That's the whole point of this thing. <laughs> Brilliant. All right. All right. Pass the buck to you, my friend. Yep. I'm about to drop the music in three, two, one. We have scoured the country and gathered 20 of the world's best car wash associates. They're going to go through vehicles they've never even seen before. This is Devil in the Details. <laughs> I'm so into this music drop. You're like, fuck yeah, dude. What are they going to do this week? Yeah, I mean, um, seriously, we're starting shows so, yeah, so, these, so these are car detailers. And they're going to have <laughs> okay. some really weird car issues. Uh, like we're going to have one, one episode where it's a, it's a stretch limousine filled with broken glass. Uh, we're going to have the, uh, you know, we're going to have our, our, uh, our supercar episode where we're going to have like Lamborghinis and Ferraris stuffed to the brim with lawn clippings (laughs) and the very controversial fixer episode where they're going to find a body in the trunk and, uh, you know, imagine the scene from Pulp Fiction, you know, mm-hmm. where they have to get the car all d- yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, 100%. That's going to be like, I, you know, that's that'll probably be the episode where nobody goes home, but nobody realizes that nobody goes home that episode. Yeah, it's it's just watching them as they have to deal with that. Exactly. 
I see that as the Mythbusters episode where they left the the pig. Oh, they left the pig in the vehicle and tried to sell it. Yeah, <laughs> and they just couldn't get the smell out. Yeah, no, 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 no. Brilliant. I I I like this idea that that uh. I wasn't sure where you were going with it at first, whether you're going like highbrow with the car detailing, making them pretty. No, no, no. These are these are gar- really beautiful cars that have been turned to garbage. Oh, yeah. There's a there's money in that. Fox yeah. will buy that in seconds. 100 percent. It's almost like a it's almost like these like the uh, the rags to riches kind of show, uh, car mm-hmm. shows like, you know, they buy them at the junkyard and then purdy them up and try to sell them. This is cars that were really pretty. And then love it. We have done things, too. And I can't help, and maybe it's just because it's our show, and you know he's been a guest. But all of these have Ralph Garman as the host in my brain. <laughs> all of them. Uh, and I have to tell you, you know, I I knew that this audio drop was coming. You seem all in on it. I I'm imagining this episode without it, where we're just talking about the shows. No. No, not as good. Have the same impact, not at all. And I picture this shit. <laughs> like I picture like you have like a little JBL Bluetooth speaker, and like we're just carried <laughs> around. So when we go into the elevator, like we're just hitting play. <laughs> so we have to have the music there to make it feel more important. As soon as you pull the speaker out, the executive's just like <sighs> checking his watch, checking his That's phone, exactly. checking his watch. But- I saw my, uh, for some reason, he's clearly a 1980s style TV executive, and he just, he looked at his watch in my in my brain image. Yeah. He's not even wearing a watch, but he looked at his wrist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, you ready Justice for your second links. one? All right, I am, uh, I'm ready. This is, this is a little bit more truncated, so I think, I think I should be good. Okay. All right, so hit me in three, two, one. Professional movers aren't expected to be great at their job, except for the ones that are the best at it. We follow professional movers who will be tested in the worst working conditions to get your new home started on Movers and Shakers. Oh my god, it's so much fun. I almost had movers. I almost had, like, no, that's almost too, that's almost too much. There's video games about that. Yeah, I mean, and that was one of the things I was having a problem with. I was like, no, Viscera Cleanup is already a video game. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so such challenges as tight fit. You have 100 boxes to fit in a truck that'll only fit 80. What will you do? Repack the boxes? Crush things? Why? Bull in a china shop. Every piece of crystal must be packaged nicely or else. But what happens when the homeowners left you in the house alone with their hungry Rottweiler? (laughs) And you live where? One baby grand piano, one tenth floor walk up. Somebody's got to get it up there. Oh, wait, that's your job. (laughs) Movers and shakers. Wow. (laughs) This is going to be rough. Hey, Rottweiler joke. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we... Not for nothing, when... uh, when we put this one on the wheel, I, I didn't think I didn't think it was going to be as funny as this is really like I'm having so much fun with this. That's what you, dude, I told you, like when we were considering putting this on the wheel, I was like, dude, this could be gold. This is our new podcast. <laughs> uh, we've gathered 12 of the best podcasters nobody's ever listened to. 
Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So you've got you've got uh, uh, Eye of the Beholder, and yep. you've got I'm... Movers and Shakers. Yes, sir. All right, all right. So I'm gonna kick off my second one then. All right, please. Can't wait. Three, two, one. We've gathered together 12 of the country's best thermoplastic line painters. They're going to be painting circles around the competition. This is Between the Lines. Which I love the fact that both of us came up with like the exact sort of titles these shows would have. Oh, sure. Like 100%. They're so horrible. I love it. So, uh, so some of the challenges that you may see over this season of Between the Lines, uh, actually painting traffic lines with a hand paintbrush. <laughs> um, we've gone in and reversed the steering on the steering wheel. So left is right, right is left. Mm. Um, and the infamous rally day. Oh, so have you ever seen rally races where like you're going along these bumpy, crazy turn dirt roads and like the driver is just driving, but the Mm -hmm. passenger has kind of a notebook with all of the, you know, hard left hand turn 15 seconds. And like the driver has to process all that. And in 15 seconds, he just jacks the wheel to the right, you know, because oh that's God. what I'm being told to do. I can't, I'm going so fast and the, the terrain is so janky. I just got to take his word for it. Like he's keeping, he's got a stopwatch and a notebook. That's what we're going to do. We're going to have these guys blindfolded <laughs> and they're going to be just taking direction from the person in the passenger seat, telling them how fast, how far, what time, what direction. And we're going to see how accurate everything ends up. That is that. Is, I mean, is that rally racing thing a real thing? Rally racing? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, you, you, oh you can God. YouTube videos of rally racing. I'm going to have to because that sounds fucking crazy. Like but- the drivers, obviously, they, they know the course. They've driven on the course, you know, at least once in like a practice round. But mm-hmm. yeah, you literally have a dude next to you with a, with like a spiral notebook with all of the, I'll say, directions and like a stopwatch. And he's just, it's it's almost like that scene from Hunt from Red October where they're trying to navigate underwater and obviously there's no windows so they're just like we have to go this speed in this direction for this amount of time and then we're going to turn and we're going to go this amount of time and then we're going to turn again that's what the dude in the passenger seat does i also let me address that i love that both of our middle ones were sort of like the mundane job that we've amplified oh you you ain't heard nothing yet oh great see my third one's a little bit more fantastical so Okay. Very good. And that was Between the Lines? Yep. So I got Devil in the Details, and Between the Lines, you have Eye of the Beholder and Movers and Shakers. Yes, yes. All right. Let me know when to hit you with the third. Here we go. And three, two, one. How you doing? We follow low-level gang mafia goons as they go through a series of challenges based on their day-to-day work schedule. Who do they work for? Forget about it. It's time for Shakedown. Just the fact that they would allow people to follow them around with cameras. Exactly. I was... 
my brain had gone to i don't remember whether you, did, did you ever see the amish mafia show or whatever it i is. haven't like, but i know about it there's that one there's uh there's the moonshiners so this is my answer to that where we are putting uh, low-level mafia goons through a series of challenges such as um flushing the evidence johnny laws at the door how quickly can you get your contraband out of the house before they storm the gates Oh, uh, shaking down for protection money where they have to utilize the resources in the business establishment to put the fear into the proprietor just enough to get them to pay. And with the fishes, cement shoes don't make themselves. Someone has to pour, stir and make the finest artisanal cement guaranteed to keep those you wronged unfindable. Extra points will be awarded for creative ingredients. You know who's really nervous right now? <laughs> the creators of Wicked Tuna. Because all of these are just as good, if not better. Have you ever seen Wicked Tuna? I have not. I've seen a lot of these shows, but not it's, Wicked Tuna. It's the Wish version of Deadliest Catch. Gotcha. Like, you know, Deadliest Catch has, has you know, micro, and he's like, 450 miles off the coast of the Bering Strait. You know, it's super dangerous. Mm -hmm. They've got some guy who wants to try to sound like Mike Rowe, but he can't lose the New Jersey. So he's like 13 miles off the coast of Atlantic City. And you're just like, I can still fucking see land at 13 miles off the coast of Atlantic City. Like, why is any of this sounding as dangerous as Deadliest Catch, where you've got like (laughs) 400 foot waves out there that are made of nothing but ice and broken glass? And this guy's like, here we are off the coast of Sandy Hook. (laughs) And are they overplaying the weather? Like, it's really whipping out there. 100%. Yeah, of course they are. Uh, What I liked about uh, this, this being my final one, what I really liked about this show is almost every single one of the actors you can imagine being in this show are usually the type of actors who will do pretty much anything as long as it relates to, like, Mafia Italian America. Sure. It's pretty much a, 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 a... Who's who cornucopia of uh, B-level actors from The Sopranos and the background actors of every Scorsese film. And probably and a third of every cast of every season of Big Brother. Yes, exactly. <sighs> All right. All right. So, Eye of the Beholder. Yeah. Movers uh, and Shakers. Movers and Shakers and Shakedown. And Shakedown, which I didn't like having Shake in two of them, but right, I right. couldn't help it, so. All right. We got one more. All right. Here we go in three, two, one. We've assembled 36 of the state's best landscapers. Are they up to snuff or will they get cut? This is Lawn and Order. I've been very judicial in when I've been taking my drinks while you're talking about your shows. <laughs> I really should have thought about it better. <sighs> so, order. so we will have uh, we will have challenges such as uh, manicuring a golf course with a uh, hand clipper. <laughs> Day three. <laughs> uh, mowing lawns on riding mowers in a torrential downpour. Uh, we will, of course, have them blindfolded on certain events. Um, of course. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I have to tell you, the first day I got Xbox Game Pass, one of the first games I downloaded was Lawnmower Simulator. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, it is dumb as fuck, but yes. it is so fucking cathartic. <laughs> Just out there it chilling isn't... around in your riding mower. And you see, like, time, best average time, 20 minutes. You're like, really? Yeah. All right. I was, I was playing it through Discord, and Kim hopped in and was watching and she was like, well, what's that up in the corner? I go, oh, well, that's the time. And she's like, oh, so 38 minutes. Is that like actual time? I'm like, yeah. She goes, huh. huh. <laughs> I hear it. Huh. That's the only response. <laughs> it really is. So, okay. So those are our three. You have your three. I have mine. Devil in the details. Between the lines. Lawn and order. Uh, you have Eye of the Beholder, uh, Movers and Shakers, and Shakedown. Shakedown. I yeah. did say I have an honorable mention, and this is oh, really please. just because uh, we've all drifted to one type of these kind of shows, mm-hmm. and I felt that we had to represent another type. So so uh, this one does not have to be counted in the judging. Um, I believe we're going to end up doing a poll and having the listeners... Uh, determine Please, yes. who's the winner of this. So this one does. This one's only for funsies. But let me hit the drop. All right. We've gathered twenty of the world's worst crossing guards. This is crossed up. Sponsored by Tesla. I just, I had, I became years ago on Netflix. I became a huge fan of the show called Canada's Worst Drivers. Oh, yes. Um, and since then, I have found every episode of this show, of every season on YouTube for free. Um, mm-hmm. They had also did Canada's Worst Handyman. Um, it's, it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, so I'm envisioning <clears throat> like little Roomba robots with okay. with like three foot tall styrofoam like kid silhouettes on them, <laughs> and they're trying to usher them across various different you know like traffic formations mm-hmm. as cars just come whipping down. So you know we can't actually use real kids because these yeah. are the worst crossing guards. Oh, right. Of um. I, I will allow it only if we never update the the silhouette pieces. So they, as the season goes on, they just get more and more battered. Like there's, you know, by the end of it, there's one that's like missing hands. There's well, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen some of the episodes of Canada's Worst Drivers, but they ha- oh, yes. they have had where you had to do the slalom mm-hmm. around life size styrofoam stick figure people. And, like, the minute you miss, it's just legs and arms and head and styrofoam pieces everywhere. So, yeah, that's, I mean, they're going to have to get replaced for every crossing guard if they get hit. Because they're just going to get blown to fucking pieces. And the key here is you got to find the, the crossing guards that, uh, in, it, see, the difference between uh, Canada's Worst Drivers and something like Nailed It is, Nailed It, they're self-aware of their badness. Canada's Worst Drivers, most of them really aren't. They strangely think they're, oh, we're not bad. There were very few, very, very few who were self-aware. But yeah, the yeah. rest of them were just like, screw it, I'm awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm on this show. Yeah, you guys exactly. suck. 
but uh, but I had to I had to include one of the the worst type. I I I hate to speak our praises, but we have outdone ourselves. I we, think so. We are millionaires, sir. <laughs> they're they're picking up all six shows. Oh my god, yes. We're starting a network. There you go. <laughs> so my friends out there in something land, there is a link to the poll on this post, or if you found this through Twitter or wherever, there will be links for you to vote on your favorite of these six abominations. <laughs> Which one would you watch? Would you watch all of them? It's okay. Which one would you watch first? Where, Rob? Where can they tell us all about the wonderfulness of uh, our choices? You can go to somethingcast.com, the repository of all things something. All of our buttons and widgets and doodads to listen to us all on the podcatchers of your choice. This is the Something Something Cast. Does it not stop being good? It doesn't. Uh, you can also find us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash something something cast, where for just $2 a month, you get not only all of this awesomeness, but all of the craziness we talked about before you actually started hearing everything and all the stuff after. Our patrons get uh, full, unedited, and uncut episodes, uh, as well as at certain tiers, they actually get to suggest what we should be talking about. And I believe next week's show uh, showcases just that. One of our patrons uh, donated at a tier that would allow them to give us a show topic to talk about. So we will be reviewing a movie that they have given us. And the answer might surprise you. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it surprised us. So 100%. Yeah, 100%. So- um, yeah, this is this was brilliant. If uh, I would love to hear any other ideas uh, that people may have for for topics such as this, or whether we should just keep doing this this episode over and over and over, <laughs> over again. and over and over. <laughs> Week sixty-three. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two guys doing a show the same way. Every- anyway, <sighs> thank you all for joining us. This has been a hoot. I'm James Atten. I'm Podcast Rob. We'll see you guys on the network. Later. Something, something, something. Okay, here we go.